0: Hi, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the April 10th episode of the podcast, Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at numbers 717 to 730 of the Catechism. 4. The Spirit of Christ in the fullness of time. John, Precursor, Prophet and Baptist. 717. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. John was filled with the Holy Spirit even from his mother's womb by Christ himself, whom the Virgin Mary had just conceived by the Holy Spirit. Mary's visitation to Elizabeth thus became a visit from God to his people. 7.18 John is Elijah who must come. The fire of the Spirit dwells in him and makes him the forerunner of the coming Lord. In John, the precursor of the Holy Spirit, completes the work of making ready a people prepared for the Lord. 7.19 John the Baptist is more than a prophet. In him the Holy Spirit concludes his speaking through the prophets. John completes the cycle of prophets begun by Elijah. He proclaims the imminence of the consolation of Israel. He is the voice of the consoler who is coming, as the Spirit of Truth will also do. John came to bear witness to the light. In John's sight, the Spirit thus brings to completion the careful search of the prophets and fulfills the longing of the angels. He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, this is he who baptises with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and have borne witness that this is the Son of God. Behold the Lamb of God. 7.20 Finally, With John the Baptist, the Holy Spirit begins the restoration to man of the divine likeness, prefiguring what he would achieve with and in Christ. John's baptism was for repentance. Baptism in water and the Spirit will be a new birth. Rejoice, you who are full of grace. 721 Mary, the All-Holy Ever-Virgin Mother of God, is the masterwork of the mission of the Son. The Spirit is the fullness of time. For the first time in the plan of salvation, and because his Spirit had prepared her, the Father found the dwelling place where his Son and his Spirit could dwell among men. In this sense, the Church's tradition has often read the most beautiful text on wisdom in relation to Mary. Mary is acclaimed and represented in the liturgy as the seat of wisdom. In her, won the wonders of God, that the Spirit was to fulfil in Christ, and the Church began to be manifested. Seven twenty-two, the Holy Spirit prepared Mary by His grace. It was fitting that the Mother of Him, in whom the full, the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily, should herself be full of grace. She was by sheer grace conceived without sin. As the most humble of creatures, the most capable of welcoming, the inexpressible gift of the Almighty. It was quite correct for the angel Gabriel to greet her as the daughter of Zion. Rejoice! It is the thanksgiving of the whole people of God, and thus of the Church, which Mary in her canticle lifts up to the Father in the Holy Spirit, while carrying within her the Eternal Son. 7.23 in Mary, the Holy Spirit fulfills the plan of the Father's loving goodness. Through the Holy Spirit, the Virgin conceives and gives birth to the Son of God. By the Holy Spirit's power and her faith, her virginity became uniquely, uniquely fruitful. 724 In Mary, the Holy Spirit manifests the Son of the Father, now become the Son of the Virgin. She is the burning bush of the definitive theophany. Filled with the Holy Spirit, she makes the word visible in the humility of his flesh. It is to the poor and the first representatives of the Gentiles that she made him known. 7.25 Finally, through Mary, the Holy Spirit begins to bring men, the objects of God's merciful love, into communion with Christ. And the humble are always the first to accept him. Shepherds, Magi, Simeon and Anna, the bride and groom at Cana, and the first disciples. 726. At the end of this mission of the Spirit, Mary became the Woman, the new Eve, Mother of the Living, the Mother of the whole Christ. As such, she was present with the Twelve, who with one accord devoted themselves to prayer, at the dawn of the end time, which the Spirit was to inaugurate. On the morning of Pentecost, with the manifestation of the Church, Christ Jesus, 727. The entire mission of the Son and the Holy Spirit in the fullness of time is contained in this, that the Son is the one anointed by the Father Spirit since his incarnation. Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah. Everything in the second chapter of the Creed is to be read in this light, Christ's whole work, is in fact a joint mission of the Son and the Holy Spirit. Here we shall mention only what he has to, what has to do with Jesus' promise of the Holy Spirit and the gift of him by the glorified Lord. 7.28 Jesus does not reveal the Holy Spirit fully until he himself had been glorified through his death and resurrection. Nevertheless, little by little, he alludes to him even in his teaching of the multitudes as when he reveals that his own flesh will be food for the life of the world. He also alludes to the Spirit in speaking to Nicodemus, to the Samaritan woman and to those who take part in the Feast of Tabernacles. To his disciple he speaks openly of the Spirit in connection with prayer and with the witness they will have to bear. 7.29 Only when the hour has arrived for his glorification, does Jesus promise the coming of the Holy Spirit, since his death and resurrection will fulfil the promise made to the fathers. The Spirit of Truth, the other paraclete, will be given by the Father in answer to Jesus' prayer. He will be sent by the Father in Jesus' name, and Jesus will send him from the Father's side, since he comes from the Father. The Holy Spirit will come, and we shall know him, He will be with us forever. He will remain with us. The Spirit will teach us everything, remind us of all that Christ said to us, and bear witness to him. The Holy Spirit will lead us into all truth and will glorify Christ. He will prove the world wrong about sin, righteousness and judgment. 7.30 At last, Jesus' hour arrives. He commends his Spirit into the Father's hands at the very moment when, by his death, he conquers death, so that, raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, he might immediately give the Holy Spirit by breathing on his disciples. From this hour onward, the mission of Christ and the Spirit becomes the mission of the Church. As the Father has sent me, even so I send you. So again, this section about the Holy Spirit... Uh, continuing where we were looking at before and now moving fully from the Old Testament into the New Testament proper, we begin with the different figures. With the figure of John the Baptist, this uh, precursor of Christ, this Jesus' cousin who came before him and was filled with the Holy Spirit, beginning this task of renewing the likeness of God in humankind. People often ask about John's baptism. John's baptism was not a sacrament. The sacraments come after the resurrection. Before the resurrection, really, there are no sacraments. It's after the resurrection because they get their power from the cross and the resurrection of Christ. In a little sense, maybe Holy Thursday with the, the, the Last Supper, okay. But otherwise, the sacraments come after, after the resurrection of Christ. And John didn't really know He knew Christ was very special. He knew he was the Son of God. He knew he was the Lamb of God. But he didn't have the same knowledge as the disciples. And this is why we need to have this proclamation of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit for baptism. Then this beautiful section on the Virgin Mary, on her work linked with the Holy Spirit, that the Virgin Mary, everything she does is linked to the Holy Spirit. Because in a sense, by carrying Christ in her womb, she also has an intimate, intimate connection with the Holy Spirit. So much so that the Church has often seen the wisdom texts of the Old Testament, these texts from the Book of Wisdom, the, the, the wisdom books in the Old Testament, as applying to the Virgin Mary, that she is the seat of wisdom. She is the one, really, who, uh, who is the best receiver of the Holy Spirit of all humankind. She is the one that is best able to receive the Holy Spirit because she has received her Son Jesus Christ and has been protected by His grace. That His grace has protected her from sin even before her Immaculate Conception. And so uh, she is a special um, meeting point of the Holy Spirit. And she brings the Spirit to us. And then finally, this section is speaking about Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ who brings the Holy Spirit, this Spirit that Christ reveals in his ministry, the Spirit that then we'll see, in a sense, afterwards we look at the rest of the week, seeing how, how the Spirit is manifested in the church. The church now, today, is the best dwelling place for the Holy Spirit. But first, to see how the Spirit has worked in the Old Testament, to see the different people in the New Testament, especially John the Baptist and the Virgin Mary, and most especially, obviously, Jesus Christ himself, who makes the Spirit present, who is working always in communion with the Spirit. Remember the old text we were looking at a couple of days ago that has the Holy Spirit and Jesus as the two hands of the Father, that working together, working together for salvation, working together for us, and that Christ works in communion with the Holy Spirit to allow us to see the face of the Father, to allow us to be in the Father's presence, so this is the whole um, imagery that we're doing, and this is the um, this is the, uh, the this invitation is for us today to receive the spirit, the spirit that Christ gave on the cross. That today, for those who are listening on the day of April tenth, is Good Friday in twenty twenty, and that this is the day when Christ gave His spirit. In the end, He hands over His spirit that tears the veil of the temple. And today this Holy Spirit is available for each one of us to give us this new life. This new life that will be manifested on Easter Sunday, that will be manifested in the Easter Vigil, that will become present for us. But especially to see this life as coming from Christ. Christ leaves us, the Holy Spirit, as his inheritance. So very well, tomorrow we'll continue. And tomorrow we'll be looking at 731 to 741. God bless.